Central Podcast. I am Joe Vitale, and that is Skokes. Pretty light show today, but we got some things to go over with you guys. So I was looking at the uh, uh, team Twitter and uh, the hockey Blackhawks Hockey Central Podcast Twitter, which uh, if you guys want, you should definitely go follow us. That's where uh, Blackhawks Central Pod is that our our that's our handle mm-hmm. right shy blackhawks yt i was mm-hmm. really off that's okay <laughs> shy blackhawks yt youtube so if you want to give us a follow on twitter that'd be great and we can give you some great updates and some nice visuals for about like the topics we talk about so mm-hmm. you know last episode we were talking about Connor bedard's how he's sponsored by sherwood and he was on the ice with some prototype gear Go check out our our Twitter, and we've got a picture up there. Mm-hmm. Um, Igor Larionov the second, Igor Larionov's son, yep, uh, was was debuting it. I think first, mm-hmm. but hey, it's not a contest. No. Uh, so uh, we're gonna. I was looking up at uh, the the feed of our uh, Twitter, and mm-hmm. a lot of people were worried about Phil Kurashev. So. Uh, his arbitration case was on Thursday, and the arbiter had 48 hours to have a decision. And uh, so far, that arbiter is, is uh, radio silence, nothing mm-hmm. from them. Um, he wanted one year, $2.65 million. I think that's laughable. Uh, Hawks countered with 1.4 times two years, a little mm-hmm. more term, a little, lot less money, but that's how it goes. You know, short term, you look at the Corey Perry, Nick Felino deals, four million a pop. It's because it's one year. You know, mm-hmm. Corey Perry is making league men last year uh, on like a two-year deal, and that was like his his staying point with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Also, uh, winning a Stanley Cup. <laughs> uh, so you know, um, I haven't heard anything yet. I don't think there's mm-hmm. any reason to freak out. Um, he is a Blackhawks prospect who has been drafted and developed in the system, uh, which I appreciate. But, um, you know, he doesn't, he's a bottom six guy and doesn't really contribute much. So uh, if he were to say leave, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Don't know about you, Skokes. I don't know mm-hmm. how you feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like he's, he's that middle six type of guy, right? And he has the uh, grittiness to play bottom six, right? Um, I wouldn't go crazy, you know, if um, the uh, deal didn't get done, but I think we all fully expect it to get done. But uh, sitting here at uh, Saturday night, obviously two days after um, arbitration period started, uh, it's a little, it's a little weird, you know, Uh, they're, they're obviously stuck on the uh, number, but, Hey, maybe it doesn't get done, right? And if he if he doesn't come back, then uh, we have the uh, depth for it, right? Like and and whistle Reese Johnson. Um, we have a few guys that are still just buried down now because um, after our few additions, right, with Felino, uh, Hall, uh, Perry, um, Donato. 
Uh, so we filled a lot of spots already. And if uh, he doesn't come back, then I think someone just gets bumped up again, right? Yeah, next man up mentality for mm-hmm. sure. I think that's what the Hawks are rolling with. I wonder here, this is just me spitballing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if um, Kurashev is going to have kind of the same career trajectory almost as a David Camp. Mm-hmm. I remember when David Camp was with the Blackhawks, he was pretty speedy and he was like more on the skill side. And then he hurt his knee, like blew his knee out. Right. And I think he lost a step. And so then that, that skill matched with that speed. It was just like, okay, now he's skilled, but he can't really get to where he needs to go mm-hmm. quick enough for his hands and stuff. So I wonder, you know, obviously Kershev hasn't gotten any injuries, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just wondering if maybe he takes a, you know, a longer look in the mirror and says, you know what, I'm going to go out and do what David Camp did and become a defensive specialist. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you always need those types of guys. Right. And David Kampf, I believe we sent him to the uh, Maple Leafs um, sh- straight out of here. And he really carved out a role for Toronto. I mean, he just signed a, uh, I think it was a shorter deal, maybe two or three years um, with Toronto. But he made some money on it. Yeah, yeah he got extended, which I, I right. can't find, you know, and I want to say, here we go. Yeah, four mm-hmm. years, four two years, $2.4 million. Wow. And you know what? For for what David Camp does, uh, wins faceoffs, plays tough, uh, especially in the uh, D zone. Yeah. Hey, for for two mil, that's all you want for your bottom six uh, centerman. That's all you want. Yeah, definitely. And just as I look here at the uh, cap situation, mm-hmm. um, without using LTIR, uh, twelve teams are over the cap. Yep. Right now. And so you can exceed I want uh, the cap I want to say 10%. But I mean like some of these a lot of these teams is under a million dollars. but even there's even like the Tampa Bay Lightning with their LTIR space, they're 73,333 bucks over the cap. Mm-hmm. So that just means that someone doesn't get a signing bonus or whatever, you know. It's nothing yeah. crazy, but like you know Toronto Maple Leafs with LTIR are 3.206 over the cap. Mm-hmm. And they're still they're still missing a player. And oh, by the way, that player is their starting goaltender, Ilya Samsonov. Right. So I hear that um, Ilya Samsonov wanted, um, he wants like 4.9, I want to say. Really? And um, which I honestly think he's worth it. Because uh, mm-hmm. like that's, Four point less than five mil. I mean, I think that's what Aiden Hill is getting. And granted, mm-hmm. Aiden Hill just won a Stanley Cup for the Vegas Golden Knights, right? Um, but I think like a, a Joseph Wall, Ilya Samsonov, assuming they can both stay healthy and engaged, you know, I think that's a decent tandem. You know, you look at like say a Colorado that's rolling out a pa- Pavel Francouz and uh, Alexander Gorgiev. Mm-hmm. You know, like. If their if their goaltending was better, do you think they might have gone a little bit deeper into the playoffs? Probably, mm-hmm. but like it wasn't just that that led to their demise. You know, it was mm-hmm. their their. 
they had a lot of injuries and they just couldn't stay healthy. And it's just one of those seasons you just chuck it in the bucket, you know? Mm-hmm. It happened. It's over. We're moving on. Yeah. And Toronto's that team that, um, that, I mean, what, what would they do to shed some, some cap, right? Um, obviously they're trying to get back Samsonov, but maybe they go after uh, another veteran. Um, and they, and they target someone a little more established, possibly, um, Martin Jones, Staylock, um, or seriously, um, free up some cap and trade for like, um, uh, John Gibson, if they decide to move off of some, some other contracts, yeah, uh, they are. It's it's a confusing situation that they're in right now. No doubt, and I, I do not envy Brad for living at all. That's mm-hmm. a really really tough right. spot to be in. Um, looking around, uh, a big big contract signed in Vince Dunn in Seattle. Right. Mm-hmm. This was this kind of threw me for a loop, if I'm being honest. Yeah. $7.35 million AAV. Mm-hmm. That's that's huge to me. I mean, four mm-hmm. years of that, so that's 29.4, almost 30 million bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's good and underrated, and I know he was getting sheltered in St. Louis, mm-hmm. but I mean, wow. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of money for a guy that mm-hmm. I feel he could, you know, almost as it, you know, I don't think he's going to do this, but you know, you, it seems like a, a contract that would be really easy to be like, Oh, Hey, I got my money. Now I'm just going to chill. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, that's a big number for uh, Vince Dunn. Right. And, and um, I, I don't know his um, point totals over the last few years, but I don't, I don't think it would be worth, around 7 million, right. Uh, for a second or third line defenseman. Right. Um, I got him right here for you last year, last year, 81 games played Mm -hmm. 64 points. Really? That's obviously what got him Mm -hmm. the contract, you know, 14 playoff games Mm -hmm. for seven points. So 0.5 points per game in the playoffs and Mm -hmm. uh, about like 0.2, you know, or uh, sorry, 0.66 points per game in the regular season. Solid. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but they're just uh, tossing a little money towards those uh, drafted guys during their expansion draft, right? Uh, He was one that came over from uh, from the Blues, obviously, and um, it seems like they're trying to build with with him, right? So uh, they want to keep him uh, around on a – on a heftier contract like that. And yeah, it makes sense uh, to uh, keep him around. Yeah. He'll definitely be part of the core going forward. So it'll mm-hmm. be like, you know, Vince Dunn, you know, your, uh, why can't I remember his name? He was up for the Calder, Maddie Beneers. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, that's mm-hmm. like there, that's going to be their, their. Yeah. Base. Um, that they're going to build around. Right. Uh, so I am currently looking at the um, available UFAs still, right? And yeah, number one and number two, 
I think we could share some thoughts on this. I, I mean, Kaner, uh, Patrick Kane at the, the number one UFA spot. I don't think he's signing before the start of the season, obviously. Uh, still rehabbing yeah. his um, injury, and he had surgery on it, so that's good. But uh, he's he's probably targeting a uh, contending team at, at the um, halfway point uh, throughout the season, right? Um, closer to the deadline uh, for signings. Um, so that's going to be interesting t- to see what Kaner does. I don't know what yeah. you think, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, this is, I, I've never seen this before, and I'm not entirely sure anyone else has. Yeah. Um, where he goes and gets his hip resurfacing surgery. Mm-hmm. From what I hear about from my friends in the medical field, is a pretty, uh, relatively minor. Mm-hmm. Uh, procedure which is nice and i've been seeing some of his workout vids and stuff he looks pretty nimble mm-hmm, and right. uh, definitely doesn't look like he's had hip surgery so mm-hmm. um yeah he said he was gonna i, I believe pat brisson his agent came out and said in the, in the december area mm-hmm. he's gonna look at the standings and see all right who's good or who's hot who's not and yep. where am i gonna go um for like a true mercenary a true gun for hire Yep. Um, at 34 years old. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, I do think he is one of the top free agents available for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'd be really interested. Uh, I want to see where he goes, to be honest. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, does he go home to Buffalo or does he, you know, does he mm-hmm. stay in New York, but he goes to the island instead and he can go play with his favorite player, Matt Barzal, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, if they can maybe finagle something cap wise, because I think they're kind of up against it. Yeah. Uh, currently. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe get them in, in on like a Patrice Bergeron type deal where it was mm-hmm. like 2.5 salary, but like $3 million in bonuses. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's kind of screwed over the Boston Bruins, but you know, that's yeah. Us, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, pretty much the same, or a little different actually. On uh, number two, uh, Jonathan Taze. Um, I think we're gonna hear something pretty soon. Uh, maybe around training camp time. Uh, I think he's hanging it up. Um, I think it's time. I think it's the right decision. You know, uh, for his health, uh, for his age also. I mean, he's 35, and in this league, uh, you don't see a lot of players playing super old anymore, really. Um, So, yeah, I think uh, Taser's run is coming to an end here. Yeah, so the same same agent, Pat Brisson, is Patrick Kane, and (laughs) their agency – didn't list him as a free agent, I want to say. No. So that led a lot of people to believe that he's definitely going to hang them up. Yep. Uh, so I'm I'm thinking he goes and signs a one day with the Hawks. Really? And then uh, they're going to retire it, you know, throw the – Yep. Uh, I don't know. Do they throw 19 in the rafters? Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In the future, pro- I'll probably – if, if it's not like late this year, maybe next year, right? Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, that'll give them an opportunity to have a nice Jonathan Taves night. Right. And get the fans in, give them a proper send-off. 
and he can go and uh, play golf or do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, just really unfortunate that, they, that he couldn't go out on his own terms. And um, I think that one day with the Hawks, I think we'll kind of solidify that it, it was on his terms, you know, mm-hmm. yes, he is retiring because of his health, but you know, he had to say, well, you know what? Yes. My health made me do this, but I'm doing it. I'm pulling the trigger. I'm saying, so mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, same here with, with, uh, with taser, you know, it's, uh, it, it would be good, uh, to, uh, see him sign that contract. Yeah. Uh, to, uh, close it out uh yeah. mm-hmm. and speaking of speaking of jonathan taves mm-hmm. um this actually brings us to first ballot hall of fame ex-blackhawk marion hosa mm-hmm. so he is having a goodbye game in trenchin chechia mm-hmm. and th- here's here's the roster nick lindstrom zidane ochara dustin bufflin <laughs> Nicholas Jalmerson, Martin Havlat, Patrick Sharp, Marion Gabrick, Thomas Kopetsky, Daniel Alfredson, Michael Hanzus, Miroslav Shatan, Michael Roosevelt, and Jonathan Taves. So Jonathan Taves, he's going to sign a one day with the Hawks, probably retire Chicago Blackhawk, put his jersey in the rafters. They're going to honor the three Stanley Cups. And then he's going to go play with some of his best buds in the world mm-hmm. in Trenchin, Chechia, on this super team. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And he's also going to play with, um, what's his name, uh, Lidstrom, right? Uh, obviously, we uh, battled for a long time. And, hey, that's cool to see them all on the ice at the same time. Same yeah. team. There are a lot of yeah. battles with those guys. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, Who was towards the uh, top there? Uh, top of the roster, Chara? yeah, Chara. That's also interesting. That's cool. Yeah, very, I'm, very I'm cool. you know, Dustin Bufflin is one of my favorite hockey players ever, right? Right, and um, he uh, uh, once again, another guy that just didn't really get to call the shots, mm-hmm. and um, he's back on the ice, and uh, that's awesome. I love to see it. I would, I'd prefer it was in the NHL, but because mm-hmm. right. I love watching that dude play, man, yeah. Yeah, he was a he was a mean player, uh, funny guy. Also, you know, uh, kind of a jokester. But uh, when uh, but when he's on the ice, you know, he's a he's a freight train, and you don't want to and you don't want to be on his tracks. Definitely not. Strictly business. Yep. And um, you know, we can go back to the UFAs. There's mm-hmm. some some guys that you know might might tickle some fancies here. Right. Right. Um, Vladimir Tarasenko. Mm-hmm. Great scoring winger option. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 31. He had 50 points last season. Uh, Matt Dumba, you know, mm-hmm. he's a right-handed defenseman, shoots right, yeah. um, hits people, but like, really well, doesn't get out of position. Mm-hmm. Thomas Tatar, great yeah. middle six guy, winger. Uh, he can put the puck in the net. He, he drives play really yeah. well. Yeah. Uh- yeah, yeah, that's an interesting name. And at 32 years old, about 50 points ish uh, in all 82 games. So he's a um, he's a player that that stays healthy, right? And if 
if I am like the Sabres, Oilers, uh, even Red Wings, um, if you could take Tatar on a d- decent contract there, um, maybe short-term contract uh, just so they can uh, fit their cap, hey, that's a nice player to have. No Tom, doubt. Yeah. And four and a half million gets you 50 points. Mm-hmm. That's great. Not bad. No. Yeah, I, th- I think that's right, r- right around where it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, who else we got here? Yeah, Jonas Donskoy, mm-hmm. thirty-one winger, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, player. I don't. It doesn't look like he played last season, so he must have been hurt. Yep, I I think he did get hurt before it started. Um, ah, that's yeah, uh, he's an interesting player, right? Uh, super speedy, but you know, obviously. Uh, after an injury, who knows? Uh, uh, Seems Jake, like you might be rolling the dice there. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, it could be at uh, 31 years old there. Um, Jake Gardner, uh, he was interesting to watch a few years ago. Uh, who, I I think it was with the uh, Hurricanes. Um, Jake Gardner, he's a solid player, very solid left-handed defenseman. 32 years old. Uh, didn't play last year. It looks like, but. Hey, if that guy's healthy, uh, he could definitely round out your uh, bottom four on uh, D. That's that's an interesting name. Yeah, there. looks like he hasn't played any games since twenty twenty one. So that's really? like three years. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm yeah, not must sure have if been this cat. Yeah, he might be LTI retired. Could be. Uh, and they might they might just be getting out of this contract. Right. That's unfortunate. In his heyday, though, dude, he was. Yeah, yeah that's a he, decent he a, depth guy. Oh, yeah. A yeah. left handed shot. If he was like. If he's, uh-huh. yeah. if he's on your bottom pair, oh, you're in wow. good shape. Yeah. I think. Yep. Um, you know? Yeah, yeah, there's a few Black names. Hawks, Blackhawks legend. Pontius Pusuter. Pusuter, there he is. Uh, Twenty-seven years old. Center left wing. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. Seventy-nine games played for twenty-four points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three point two five. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. Yeah, he could be a decent bottom six offensive threat, right? Uh, someone that's skilled. Um, yeah. To uh, mess with guys like a Christopher Stieg, possibly. Uh, he has some speed. Um, yes. so, uh, some speed he could battle in, in the corners, but uh, yeah, he has some skill. That's a that's that's an interesting player to watch. Uh, see what happens with him. Pew Suter. Yeah, uh, former Blackhawk Tyler Mott not, um, mm-hmm. not signed. Great bottom six guy with some right. skill. Right. Caleb Jones was not tendered a qualifying offer, is a mm-hmm. UFA. No one's picked him up yet, which I find strange as well. He's yeah, he's, he's pretty solid defensively, 26 years old, can play either side. Mm-hmm. So um, I, if I was like someone in desperate need of defensemen, mm-hmm. say, oh, I don't know, like um, I had someone at the, right at the top there. Oh, like a Vancouver? Yeah. Vancouver needs defensemen. Mm-hmm. Why not why not give him a try? You know, maybe he doesn't want to go to Canada. Maybe he wants to stay somewhere a little local. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe like a, a Minnesota. You know, right. they, they don't have uh 
they haven't gotten all their defensemen yet. They mm-hmm. can reach out to him. Yeah. And uh, they still have some space, but uh, yeah, he's a player that you could just, just keep around. Right. Uh, he has speed, man. Uh, he really flies and he, he definitely uh, last year, he definitely looked to shoot more. Um, so that's good that he took advantage of uh, his opportunity, right. Uh, uh, playing with his brother, Seth at points during the year, but uh It'll be interesting to see what happens with him, Caleb yeah, Jones. Seventy-three games played, nineteen twelve right. average time on ice. I mean, that's a that's a middle middle four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You no know, bottom four on the pairings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone like, uh, let's see, like the Flyers. Even you know, um, obviously they are they are in a tanking um, situation uh, going on now uh, this year. So hey. Throw Caleb Jones on your top four defense. That should get it done. Yeah, give him a couple. Give him like a, a minute more, maybe like a twenty-one average, twenty right. average time on ice. Easy mm-hmm. game. Um, who else here? Looks like Anders Bjork. Yeah, uh, he's not signed yet. Mm-hmm. Austin Wagner, Jujar Kara, Slater mm-hmm. Cuckoo is retiring. I believe. Really? I believe yeah, he's retired. He he came out with like a, a statement saying that he's um, he he's lost his love for the game and really? so you know he's packing it up, which it's unfortunate. I really like Slater. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, and yeah. you know now that we have Boris Kachu, we could have had Cuckoo Kachu. Right. That 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 would have been nifty. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. Um, one player, I think we mentioned him uh, a few days ago, but Alex Stalock, uh, I think I did mention it last time. Um, I, I, I think teams are waiting on, on what's going to happen with, uh, Connor Hellebuck from the Jets and, uh, John Gibson from the Ducks, right? Uh, seeing if anyone makes a move, um, possibly, um, the Buffalo Sabres. Hey, you're, you're, you're a young team with great upside right now. Um, there's been a lot of talk with, with Buffalo. Obviously they've been riding out Craig Anderson, uh, park Ridge native, not too far away, <laughs> but, um, yeah, Craig Anderson's like 60 years old, man. Uh, you guys got to get a, a quality starter, right? Uh, I, I think they did bring in a younger guy last year. I forgot his last name. Um, Levo, Levo something? Levi, Devin Levi. Levi, Devin Levi, yeah. In- yeah. Interesting goalie, yeah. So he was playing, I want to say, college. And, right, right. Um, went to the Frozen Four, performed pretty well. Right. And so right now, yeah, they're juggling three right now. They got Uka Pekalukinen. Right. And Devin Levi and then Eric Comrie. So one of those guys is definitely, and obviously if there is mm-hmm. a uh, Connor Hellebuck trade or a John Gibson trade, say, right. you one of those guys is going with them. You know, I would, right. I would think Uka Peck um, mm-hmm. just because I think he has a higher upside than like an Eric Comrie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I think he's young as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, 
I, I definitely think that there are some teams out there that are like a goalie away. You know, yeah. If it's, Buck, if it's Hellebuck, definitely. I, mean, I think they're in. Really, I, I, I think they're, you mm-hmm. know, like I think of if the Buffalo Sabres got Connor Hellebuck. I think they still need to tweak their back end a little bit. And they probably want another scorer up front. Right. But, but like if they got Connor Hellebuck, I think they'd be in a really, really good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, of the goalies, right? I'm just looking at like, um, I believe the Los Angeles Kings, they, um, they signed who was it, not too long ago, um, in net Cam uh, Talbot, Cam Talbot, like, and and they're making the trade for um, PLD right, uh, Pierre Luc Dubois. Uh, they're obviously trying to make another push. I mean, I don't like what they have in net. Uh, Cam Talbot, Phoenix uh, Copley played well at times last year, but um, hey, I'm I'm not convinced with that with that setup that they have going there. Their right now. their combined tandem is two and a half million dollars. They are spending two and a half million dollars. Yeah, on goaltending, and you know we've mentioned like the Colorados or maybe like. You know, I don't. This isn't. If I mention the Carolina Hurricanes, it's going to sound like a slight against their goaltenders, which is not the case because their goaltenders are good. Yeah. Antti Ranta, former Blackhawk, Frederick mm-hmm. Anderson, right? Anti clutch in the playoffs, but otherwise still really good. Mm-hmm. They just got to stay healthy. But I mean, you, you see the ta- the tandem, the platoon, whatever you want to call it, and mm-hmm. it works for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be the new meta, but like. I mean, do Phoenix Copley and Cam Talbot, bro? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty rough, if you ask. Like, hey, too tough. too tough for me, right? And they they've obviously been very busy with um trades, right? Uh, maybe maybe they don't trade for attendee, but um, hey, you want to take a shot on Alex Stalock, thirty five years old, but it if he plays well um behind their defensive unit, then hey, um. We'll see what happens, right? Um, one other team that's really interesting here um, for a goaltender is a uh, the Seattle Kraken. Um, their current rotation right now is Philip Grubauer and um, Chris Drieger, Joey Decord. I'm not sure if they are comfortable with Drieger and Decord because I remember they took – both of them in the expansion draft and uh Drieger was uh looked at to be like a quality starter at times but they are both uh pretty sloppy goaltenders right uh yeah. right now right yeah right now they're, yeah they're definitely on the on the low i mean a 908-261 GAA last right. year for the this is in the AHL so yep yep Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you can't post a nine ten or better in the AHL, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, that, that's Drieger. So I believe he tore his ACL. So I'll, I'll, I'll give really? him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe okay. he can bounce back. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Even but, like, yeah, I think they are a, a sleeper team to to um, take a look at here because. They they made it to the uh, second round 
of, of, of the playoffs. And Hey, they have some nice young talent right now. Um, Vince Dunn obviously signed, uh, Manny Beneers uh, blew up on the scene last year. Uh, Shane Wright is probably going to come in this year. I'm guessing. Yes. Um, hey, I, I I think that's the team to really keep an eye on. Uh, Seattle Kraken, either for um, Hellebuck, uh, John Gibson, maybe bringing a veteran Alex Stalock. That's interesting. That's a really interesting team. The Kraken. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just going to close out with this real quick. Mm-hmm. If you look at the restricted free agents on Cap Friendly, you're right. going to see one mm-hmm. team's logo a lot. And that right. is the Anaheim Ducks. Exactly. And that doesn't make a lot of sense to me if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. Um, Troy Terry, Jamie Drysdale, Trevor Zegris. Trevor Zegris, none right. Of them have con- none of them have contracts. And they nope. have the most cap space in the league, mm-hmm. $28 million. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just uh, it's confusing to me. I mean, I think Troy Terry you're probably going to want to give in the neighborhood of eight. Really? Zegris, you're going to want to give him in the neighborhood of six. Hmm. And Drysdale, I think you want to give him probably in the neighborhood of four to five because I believe. Yeah. He only played a few games last year. Right. Yeah. Zegris and Drysdale. Oh, right. Because Drysdale separated his shoulder. Right. Mm hmm. Uh, but so Zegris and Drysdale are coming off their ELCs of 925. Mm-hmm. So you're probably looking at more of a bridge. So you could probably lower that Zegris figure by a couple mil too. So maybe he'll be in the four in the four and a half, like a you know, like a three by four and a half or mm-hmm. a, right. whatever. Yeah, bridge and, deal. Yeah. Yeah, bridge deal. Just to get him, then we'll get him in because I, I want to say he's like twenty-two, right? Yeah, uh, he is twenty-two, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so give him four years. He'll be twenty six. He's going to be peaking, and then he's going to get that eight eight point five. Yeah, ish contract. We think. We think. Right. Oh, yeah. Most likely. Most likely. Anything yeah. can happen. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'm. I'm not too crazy high on Trevor Zegers. Uh, I know he's improving. Right. Uh, sixty five points. In uh, eight, eight, 81 games, right? Hey, that's pretty good for the uh, talent that they had uh, uh, last year. And uh, I see him being that, you know, nifty quality winger uh, or centerman, uh, top six. But uh, I just don't see him cracking like, I don't know, like 85, 90 points. I, I just don't think that... Uh, you know, like even if they surround him with the talent, I don't see him as a uh, elite player in the league. I don't know about you, yeah. but yeah, I I just I don't think he's uh, yeah I don't think he has the finish. No, um, no, no. I don't think he has that that top end talent. Right, right. Um, to be like a facilitator, playmaker, mm-hmm. or to be a finisher, to to mm-hmm. bury that puck. So. I mean, yeah, sixty-five right. points is nothing to scoff at, right? Um, right. And if you and if you can uh, like up that up, like you know, maybe by like ten, maybe get him into the seventy-five point range. Mm-hmm. 
Right. No qualms. Yeah. And, right. And and with some more uh, additions, right? Like uh, Leo Carlson's coming in, and uh, yeah, he he could be a awesome playmaker, but but I just don't see him uh, potting home a lot of goals uh, to really push his uh, points up, right? Yeah, yeah, so that's uh, interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to be a good place to to wrap it up for today. Right. Oh, uh, really quick. Um, yes. Yeah. So on our Twitter uh, account uh, that we mentioned in the beginning, uh, so the NHL came out with a. Uh, it's like a forty-five minute, uh, you know, uh, like behind the scenes from uh, the uh, draft. And oh, nice. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's it's called a Welcome to the NHL, and obviously there's a there's a whole lot of Bedard content, and uh, they picked like four or five players to to really like mic up and uh, uh, go behind the scenes with uh, throughout the whole episode. And um, Oliver Moore was one of those five players. I mean, the whole time um, he was just he was really stuck on the uh, Bedard thing and like, Oh wow. He's going to the Hawks. That's unreal. Uh, quoted um, from Oliver Moore uh, when Bedard obviously uh, went one, but um, he seemed a little um, not like disappointed, but a little anxious that he wasn't picked in, in that like 10 to 15 range. Um, because the Penguins picked uh, Braden Yeager at their pick at 14. And he said, oh, wow, um, I had a really good feeling about them. And then he later mentioned like, oh, oh, if Chicago decides to pick me here at um, their their pick, then that would be awesome. And then, boom, he's picked at 19. And, hey, your, your teammates with Connor Bedard, that's awesome. Yeah. They they really went in depth with uh all Oliver Moore. It's very nice. impressive. Very impressive. That's, that's so cool. Yeah, we'll link that up on the Twitter. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. we'll shy Blackhawks YT mm-hmm. uh on Twitter and we'll link that so that everyone can yeah can watch yeah. it. That, that sounds like a, a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. I I also uh I also linked out um, a quick video. It's around 10 minutes um, from the past few days. Uh, so Connor Bedard's back home in Vancouver. Uh, it seems like he's training and scrimmaging with some Vancouver Canucks prospects. Uh, Kent Johnson's there. Um, Andrew Cristal's there. Nice. So, if, yeah. So if you want to see some on-ice content from Bedard in the past few days. So it's very recent. Um you get to see him doing drills, a little three on three scrimmages. Uh, that's great to see right now, you know, uh, in the dead of summer, some more Bedar content. Yeah. So we had that link there. Perfect. Yeah. Just, you know, just funnel it straight into my veins. Right. All of <laughs> All it. the Bedard content. Yep. Because it's Bedard season, baby. Mm-hmm. So that's been the Chicago Blackhawks Hockey Central podcast. I've been Joe Vitale. That's Skokes. Hope you guys. I've had a good weekend. It's not over yet. We still got one more day. So enjoy the rest of that weekend. And uh, we'll catch you next time on the Chicago Blackhawks Hockey Central podcast. Let's go, Hawks. Let's go. Let's go.